What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today on episode 65 of the podcast, we are sitting down to talk about the fifth installment in the Terminator franchise. You see my eyes wide really well? Like, oh my God. So many. It's ready for it. The 2015 Terminator Genesis, or as most people call it, Terminator Genesis. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me as always, the wonderful Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. Hello. Don't worry, I brought my uh, cream for my Genesis Societis. <laughs> ah! Terminator Genesis. Yes, I'm going to keep the joke going, ladies and gentlemen, so strap in, because it's not the last time I'm ever going to say it. This, um, this movie is, uh, usually when you talk about the Terminator franchise, this is the one that most people just don't like yeah it like, seems that way there's a lot of people who <laughs> defended terminator 3 when we released that episode you know defending saying it was good which is fine i like i like i've always said throughout the entirety of this show's existence it's okay to like a movie we don't like okay. i like a lot of movies that dan and angela may not like dan definitely doesn't like a lot of movies period so yeah, I'm just a fickle yeah. bitch. Yes. <laughs> so it, yeah, it's fine to like. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's fine that you like Terminator Three. We didn't. Uh, but when it when it comes to Terminator Genesis, yes, I said it correctly. Um, you get more negatives than positives with this one. And. Yeah, we'll get to the our thoughts in a little bit, but let's go over some of the history of this movie, some some trivia, and uh, you know everybody behind the scenes. If I can get my fucking mouse over here, hello, could you cooperate? Thank you. No. Nope. All right. So this movie was directed by Alan Taylor, who only other like big movie was Thor: The Dark World. Oh interesting he, he did a lot of tv shows or he has done a lot of tv shows he did <clears throat> he directed a lot of episodes of game of thrones let me let me click on his name real quick oh. he actually the latest movie he directed was the many saints of newark which was the sopranos prequel movie that they did okay. this past year maybe it was last year because he directed a lot of episodes of the sopranos when it was out oh so, did he okay so interesting he, uh, he you know was definitely the, a good choice to direct that movie but he's directed shows uh, episodes of shows as such as Lost, The West Wing, Six Feet Under, Sex in the City, The Sopranos, Game of Thrones, Boardwalk Empire, Deadwood, and Mad Men. That's a lot of very good shows. Yeah. Oh, he seems shows. like he's in those like HBO, Cinemax, like mm-hmm. mature television series director. Yep. Very cool. Good for him. So, yeah, coming off of probably one of the weakest movies in the Marvel universe mm-hmm. to then come in and direct what some would consider the weakest of the Terminator franchise. It's one of those things where a lot of people are just like, eh, just stick to television. That seems to be your strong suit. But, yeah. you know. I mean, clearly he's directed a lot of good stuff and it's not always the director as well. Like you got to look at also like the writers and the producers and maybe yeah. even the actors, but um, the writers of this were Lieta 
Cologridis. I just fucking you, butchered that name. You made uh, that shit up. Who <laughs> has written such movies as Alexander with Colin Farrell about Alexander the Great. Came out in 2004. Nightwatch, Pathfinder, and Shutter Island, 2010. Also okay. wrote, was an executive producer for some, some quality television shows such as Birds of Prey, which was the weird show they tried to do with like the Joker and Harley Quinn's kid and like kids of like Batman villains. It was, it was odd. It didn't last long. I think, I don't even know if it went a whole season. Probably also not. bionic woman, which was their, which was like the attempt of, cause I think there was the bionic man, right? Back in yeah, like the eighties, seventies, maybe seventies, I think. And this was like the, the modern take on that, but it was bionic woman. I think there was a bionic woman too, back in the, 70s or 80s at the, around the same right. time. Uh, also, co-wrote Alita Battle Angel and the Netflix series Altered Carbon. Good which, stuff. Which is, season one of that show is actually really good. Have not seen season two. Yeah, your hands I'm sorry, there's a show I need you, you need to watch. I don't know if okay. you've watched. We'll talk about it afterwards. And it's the really other writer it. was Patrick Lucier, who has uh, most of his work is TV and direct-to-video. He is responsible for such such prize films as Dracula 2000 and its sequels. Did you know there were sequels to Dracula 2000? Dracula 2 Ascension and Dracula 3 Legacy. He also directed the sequel to White Noise, which wasn't a good movie, but it needed a sequel. White Noise 2, The Light, and My Bloody Valentine. It's called White Noise. It's called... She's he's called a, White Noise. So, so he's ahead. very famous for being an editor. Uh, he did, you know, he edited for uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, uh, the original Scream, Mighty Ducks 3, yeah. uh, Halloween H2O, Scream 3, uh, a couple other, Red Eye and Cursed, which were two films in 2005 that were directed by Wes Craven, which is just Ooh. wild. I've heard Red Eye was good, by the way. Uh, I remember seeing it back when it released, and I liked it. It has um, uh, Killian Murphy. Yep. And yep, Rachel McAdams. Yeah. I and can't Cursed, wait to the new. I actually like Cursed, too. Cursed is a, is, a, is a hidden gem when it comes to Wes Craven. It had uh, Christina Ritchie and Jesse Eisenberg, whereas it was a vampire movie. Or not vampire, werewolf. It's about werewolf. Oh. I, I can't wait I, to the... I remember seeing it, like, because, you know, I was still quite young when when these yeah, movies yeah. came out so i couldn't go sense. see them in theaters because i wasn't yeah. you know old enough to go so i i just remember you know renting them at the at like hollywood video when they first came out i was like oh i love wes craven he's probably one of my favorite directors you're so, looking for hanging out at dad's house huh oh yeah good times also another movie i want to just note: drive angry you ever heard of that nicholas cage and amber turd i mean heard um oh, wow that's a winner <laughs> I it's didn't terrible. watch it, but I've heard I've heard of it's, it. It's it's terrible. But yeah, those are your writers. I mean, can kind of take it or leave it there. <laughs> Suspicious uh, how on... much like the dude's like all about people in TV. Yeah, like he's yeah, a TV a director. He's like TV writers, which, yeah. which you know that's who you work with. I understand. So, the cast of this movie. To be honest, I really like the cast of this movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, is back. 
playing mm-hmm. playing the guardian, which is what <coughs> he is considered in the credits of this movie. But he's also called mm-hmm. Pops. Uh, Come on, Pops. There's two people with the same exact last name in this movie. <laughs> I was Jason Clark at him, like, and Amelia Clark, brother and sister. No, no. relation. <laughs> So Jason Clark just, plays uh, John Connor in this movie, and Amelia Clark plays Sarah Connor. Um, we have Jai Courtney, who is oh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago we talked about Terminator Salvation, which had Sam Worthington. Jai Courtney feels like the Sam Worthington of like 2015 and on. Like he was in so many movies, and now like I feel like he's still doing things. Like so is Sam Worthington, but it's like you don't see him as often. I know he was recently in the newest Suicide Squad because he played uh, Captain Boomerang. Uh, but spoiler alert, he doesn't last long. Um, ah, yeah. But uh, yeah, J.K. Simmons. I completely forgot he was in this movie. He was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt Smith, who was uh, he was one of the doctors yeah. in Doctor Who. He was also, I think he's in the newest, the new Game of Thrones show that's coming out. Uh, Courtney B. Vance, who plays Miles Dyson, which mm-hmm. I did not like. I was like, where's the other guy? Where's Joe Morton, the guy who played the original Miles Dyson? Bring him back. Back back in Terminator 2. Like, he's probably, he can't be, the, the age can't be that different. Who cares if he's a little older? I miss it. And uh, I do want to shout out Lee Byung-hun, who plays the T-1000 yes. in this movie, because he yes. does a phenomenal, listen, you cannot, you cannot be better than Robert Patrick, but he does a very, very good job. Like he, yeah, he, he's very good. He's got like I know, yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit more when he shows up, and I agree wholeheartedly. I, Angela can attest if you remember. I made that comment about like, wow, he's, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We were. He's got that Robert Patrick energy. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the music was done by Lorne Balf. Uh, he's done uh, music for um, uh, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. This movie, Term- or Mission Impossible Fallout, which was the latest one. Uh, he's done a lot of animated stuff. You know, the Madagascar movies, Ma- Megamind, Lego Batman. So we actually have talked about him before. Okay, so that's relevant. Show. Uh, Bad Boys for Life. Which which was talked about on the show, the Tomorrow War, mm-hmm. Black Widow, uh, Top Gun, Maverick. Oh, hey, there you go. There you go. We about him a lot, then. Yeah, he's, he's still active in workplace. I get it. Yeah, and um, he's going to be doing the music for Black Adam in the newest, and then the the new Dungeons and Dragons movie that comes out next year. Yeah, I still oh, watch the trailer for that. The uh, the newest Mission Impossible movies. So. Oh, good. So yeah, he's. Very prolific, fairly prolific musician. Yes. Music person. So this was a, this was released on June 22nd over in Germany. And then it was released July 1st in the United States and the rest of the world. It budgeted around $155 million and it grossed $440 million, which is, which put it at the second highest grossing Terminator film of all time. But yet, it was go. still considered a failure because the reviews weren't great. Uh, so the the whole plan behind this was that this was kind of like a reboot, sort of. Like this yeah, doesn't okay. connect. This doesn't. This connects to Terminator One because you you literally see scenes ripped from Terminator One in this movie. But so it's it's a, it's 
kind of like a, an alternate sequel to Terminator 1. So it kind of erases everything that happened between 2 and 4. And so they, they were they automatically, before this movie was even released, they greenlit two sequels for this. Because this came out in 2015, and in 2019, James Cameron actually was going to be regaining the rights back for the Terminator franchise. So they wanted to pump out more movies before James Cameron took it back. But unfortunately, because of the critical, not really critical, but the, 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 it, it really wasn't well received, and I guess it didn't mm-hmm. make enough money. I mean, listen, I've seen way worse movies that have made this much money or more or a little even less uh, that yep. have gotten sequels. So yep. I'm confused because to be honest, I wouldn't have mind a sequel to this movie. Because I, I wouldn't have. I thought it, it had good ideas. We'll talk about more about that in a little bit. Uh, but unfortunately, they they scrapped the sequels. And of course, James Cameron got the, the rights back. And that's why we got Terminator Dark Fate, which we'll talk about next week. Yes. Or no, it's just whatever. <laughs> I, just I mean, can't. I hope so. <laughs> just <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Dan's telling me something I don't even know no, about. No. All right, <laughs> no, no, I've never seen the movie. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. I'm not about it. Oh man! All right, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about our thoughts on this movie because have you guys seen this before? That was our first time. View? So, so both of you, this is your first time seeing. This is only probably my second time seeing it. I've, I. I don't even know if I actually watched this Blu-ray when I bought it. I think I rented it or I watched it on like it was on Netflix or something. But I think this is the first time I ever watched this Blu-ray that I didn't even know I owned. <laughs> oh, what's this? I was like, oh, OK, I guess I have this movie. It's like, we so, do that all the time. We're like, this? let's watch I a movie. And I'm like, we've got this. It's we still wrapped. What's well, like Terminator 3, the one movie I don't physically have of the Terminator franchise. I swear to God, I had it on DVD. And I don't know where it is or I never owned it. And I'm just crazy. It's okay. Nothing of value was lost. So it's fine. I know, but it's still nice to have, you know, I, I know. The franchise. Yeah, Listen, I, know. I got the Skynet edition of Terminator two judgment day. Fuck yeah. Yes. You want to know the special features are the special features Double. from like ni- 1991. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was an, ex- an extended cut with twice the amount of titties in it. Like, yes, yes. No, <laughs> Not one, but two. Moon blood good comes in. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. just like, hey, and you're like, Moon, you're not even in the right movie. Yeah, like, what are you doing? They just start splicing in titty uh, shots from other Terminator movies. Uh, I remember when this happened. Like, no. I mean, that's the thing. Is this was the <laughs> that's the thing. This movie was the first oh, no. ter- well, technically Terminator Salvation was rated PG 13, but they did the director's cut, which made it rated R because of titties and the titty cut. Another yeah, it. literally that's what it should be considered. Um, this was PG 13. So of course we didn't get the, we didn't get the fucking Sarah Connor, uh, fucking Kyle Reese, hardcore sex scene. Like we did in Terminator one. Did we, we didn't really get anything in Terminator two. That was just, uh, it was mostly just extreme violence and Terminator three. We don't need to talk about a a little bit of Wang in Terminator two. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Just a, just a tip. But (laughs) this movie has, probably one of the most beautiful women on the planet Amelia Clark and I was like you know I could have I could have used it for, for a few I love her so much she's gorgeous don't let your wife hear you say that she, I'm just say. kidding I'm just kidding 
I feel like he was about to lay something real heavy down. That I was, not like I was trying to think of something like, to say, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't care. He's like, listen, and like <laughs> shit's fixing to get real. Good. Listen, the side note: this has nothing to do with Terminator, but we <laughs> just watched the Gray Man over the weekend, which is the new oh. Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans movie that came out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife loves Ryan Gosling, and I can guarantee. I literally, there was a scene where he's shirtless and he's holy fucking ripped. And I just, mm-hmm. I stared at her the whole time because I just wanted to see her reaction. <laughs> I love it. That's she, great. She probably, she feels the same way about Ryan Gosling as I feel about Amelia Clark. So it's okay. At least you have a mutual thing. Um, so yeah, let's talk about what we thought about this movie. Because to be honest, since we've started talking about this whole franchise back when we started with Terminator 1, this was one I think most people like i know i was like not looking forward to it you guys had never seen it but you probably heard a lot of negative things about it especially from me oh yeah uh, which kind of was like this is the one but tell me your thoughts now after actually watching the movie when did it come out uh this came out july 1st 2015 so i would have been working at the theater why don't i remember this do we not get this because I, I quit in September. I don't know. Fuck! I don't know. A lot of Aggressive. things. I'll, 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 are you yeah. going to go? Are you going to go? Well, I was going to say about this guy. So the the guy that plays um, oh. Danny Dyson has actually been in a movie we've reviewed. Yeah, I know who he is now. He's the smart guy in that movie. I need to look this up. He's tell. in Fresh. He's in Fresh. Is he the bartender? <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting the hell out of here. Look, it, doesn't like, look, it doesn't even look like him, though. Like, I I mean, to be honest, I, no. I, I kind of I mean, as good as fresh was, I'm kind of like I need to re- rewatch it because I kind of forgot a lot of things. That's also like a seven year difference, too. If you think about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I was looking it up. I was like, because he looks cool, familiar because cool. he's he also been, had facial he was, hair in that movie, which kind of th- like yeah. facial hair really throws people off. It does. Well, because he was in Hunger Games. It's active camouflage. Yeah, it really is. It is. So, no, it seriously is. I was if like, I, he if looks I shave my beard right now, you guys, I would come on the show and you'd be like, "What happened? Where Who is, is this? What have you done yeah. with Brett? Yeah, where, where's where's Parker? Where, where is, is Parker? What did you do? With where did Parker go? Every time you get really loud, your your yeah. mic just cuts out, so it's just nothing. Or oh, it's by just the a way, big grumble. So, so you guys, if you're curious, I said, "Where did the Parker go?" Yeah. In like a very gravelly <laughs> voice. <laughs> Sorry, I keep forgetting it does that because the fucking noise gate. You have the th- you have the threat. Yeah, yeah. Your threshold is uh, certain. Yeah. Mine does the same thing, but whatever. Um, but I w- yeah, go you ahead. want me to go first? Somebody, I go first. No, wait, wait. Go ahead. I just that mm. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you just said shit. Don't say that. That's bad word. I didn't no. say anything. No, she said oh, boy. She, carry on. Go away. <laughs> go away. I'm gonna kick you out of here. Um, so for people that have been so negative, I like the movie. I I don't know. I can't. Yeah, it was weird seeing, you know, going back to scenes from previous movies and seeing it again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the first time we watched it, I was like, are we watching the right movie? I'm like, did I really? I was like, did I turn the right one on? That is right. a pretty good shot. Oh, like shot for shot shit in that movie. Yeah. I was like, because I'm like, yeah. surely they're not going to redo this again. So that was my only like, I'm like, because I I had to go in with low expectations because of, you know, 
what you heard all the it. negativity that i right. i mean your post on twitter was like <laughs> i was like what? did anybody like this get to that <laughs> yeah well we'll get you to know. those comments at the end of the show <laughs> so i went in with low expectations and i i liked i liked the special effects um like the scene the mri machine I thought that was really cool. Oh, that is a cool. That was a cool scene. Um, I liked Lee Byung Hun's portrayal of the T one thousand. I was enjoyed that. Um, I mean, for as old as Arnold Schwarzenegger is, he did a good job. <laughs> he yeah, did a good job. He kept up mm-hmm. with everybody. So, yeah, I I liked it. I liked our non-sex sex scene. We'll get to that one. Non-sex sex scene. <laughs> oh, I got a comment for that one. <laughs> Something I noticed when you showed that thing to me earlier that I didn't say anything about. Yes. I'll let you finish, though. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I definitely would watch it again. And I watched it twice. <laughs> kind of. It was like 1.25 times. Just watch it in, <laughs> in clips. So once when we get older, that's just how it works. You get I tired. You try to gotta do, you gotta watch something, and you're like, yeah. I, and our couch is so comfy that every time I sit on it, I'm like, okay, it's bedtime. I'm gonna give all of you guys advice, like or or anybody, when you get a significant other, and they fall asleep on the couch, don't wake them up. You didn't even try and wake me. I did, and you. She beat me. You did not. <laughs> That's what he was telling the kids earlier. I'm like, I did not. I was like, wife, no. She just closed her sock in the mouth <laughs> with her eyes closed. <laughs> yep. She's like, stop I it. Even, I was even trying to finish it on the couch earlier. I'm like, nope, can't fall asleep. Like, you gotta sit up. I can't. Yeah, help that's, it. That, that's that's hey. the trick. You can't lay like you can't yeah. even be like slouching. For yeah. me, that's that's how it works for me. Like if I lay down or I'm slouching, I'm I'm gone. If I gotta literally stand straight up and I gotta get a drink. If I'm drinking, it doesn't have to be alcohol, but like drinking anything, as long as I'm like moving while I'm doing it. Also, I'm writing notes, so yeah, it keeps me awake. Well, we were we were eating dinner, and like immediately as soon as I got done eating, I was like, "Yep, it's coming." Well, admittedly, in her defense, the two nights before we had some pretty shitty sleep like the last two prior for some reason we just could not sleep the last two nights ahead of that so like you're compounding two days worth of a lack of sleep yeah and yeah i actually fell asleep like for that that was oh yeah because that was when i was streaming oh yeah you because i fell asleep and i overslept and i had to stream and i was like 10 15 minutes late so people are where you at i'm like half asleep coming on the fucking stream i'm like (laughs) yeah so anyway I am going to air with essentially what she said. I went to all of these movies pretty much with a lot. The the thought for every film we've done so far is everything sucks after Terminator 2. Which generally was the consensus that I heard from a lot of people. This one I felt was a quite it was a competent movie. I was told that it had interesting ideas and concepts, but the execution was flawed either the whole movie or at certain points in the movie. And I sat around with bated breath at, you know, points like, okay, when's the shit going to happen? It's just going to irritate me and make me mad. And I never got any of that. I, I like the characters, I guess, probably my least interesting one for me, but I still thought he did a fine job was Jai, who did uh, Kyle. Kyle Reese. Yeah. But I still thought he did a, a fairly competent job for Kyle Reese. Uh, Jason Clark. um, 
I liked part of his performance, and I'll explain that later when we get to it. And I'm sure you all will agree with when mm-hmm. I get to that. You know, J.K. Simmons was great. Uh, was it? How do you say her name? Sandra. No, Clark. Oh, Amelia Clark. Amelia. Okay. Oh, Amelia so, Clark. Uh, I, you were looking from here. So. Things about her face remind me of Linda Hamilton. Is that I just me? Not the same thing. Like there are certain oh. scenes where you're looking at. I'm like, oh shit. Like I get. I kind of get why they casted her, but I think they cast her for other reasons. But um, because Game of Thrones was huge at the time. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. But I, but I like looked at it. I didn't know if it was just my mind trying to fill things in to make it look like, you know, Schwarzenegger was good. Uh, you know, leave Young Hun or whatever. He, he did a great job. Matt Smith, though, like I thought yeah. he was an odd choice for what they used him for in this movie. I thought it was just really, like I got nothing against whole, him. I didn't like that whole, like that whole thing. It just was like, it that threw me off of this movie. But I, I'll, I'm well, trying continue. to think I don't of, want to, Okay, okay. Because I'm like, he looks familiar. I had to look him up. I know what he's from. Doctor, yeah, Doctor Who. I did know that. Yeah, Yeah, he's one of the. But he just seemed like a really odd choice. Mm. Honestly, I felt his appearance in this movie is irrelevant. It could have been anybody else. To be honest, such anybody. But the, the I thought the action was good. It was it was pretty smooth. Two hours. This is yeah. a little over two hours. I think it was pretty smooth. Yeah. It went through pretty well. The action was good. I felt I liked the twists, like or like what they were trying to do. Because I started nitpicking at the beginning. I was like, this date's not right. This date's not right. Then I figured out, oh, this is based on the timeline of the original movie, not the one yep. we've been following coming back around. Right. Like, uh, like I said, not not as many practical effects as I would have liked. But yes, yeah. you know, a lot, a lot, lot of CG in this. But there are some pretty cool shots. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, the CG yeah. in this movie. Um, yeah, there's some pretty cool shots from later, but I liked it. I don't know. I, this isn't. I don't think this is better. I think I still like Salvation more than this movie, but I still liked this movie. I thought it was a very, it was a competent film. So the prost any prosthetic work, prosthetic makeup or animatronics was done by Legacy Effects, which is a, a company that was started from a lot of Stan Winston's people. Hmm. Um. And there were six different companies who did the uh, the visual effects, and uh, like some of them are good, some of them are not so good. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, Dan? Oh, that, that was it. I just bring it to a close. I mean, I yeah, liked the movie. It wasn't perfect, but I found it enjoyable to watch. Yeah. So, but I'm not a hardcore Terminator fan, so like, it still kind of did something different. I do have this one last thing. It still did kind of try to do something different. But it it goes back to the fallacy of these movies that that's starting to get annoying for me is they just keep retreading one and two. Like oh, I know yeah. it's more one than two, but it like they that's why I like Salvation because it did something different. They, just, they keep out, they one and two. They just can't let it go. No, they can't come up with a new idea. Yeah. So going into this movie, I'd only seen it once, and I remember not liking it. Yeah, I bought the Blu-ray. I don't know, understand. Um. And then, of course, like when it comes to anyone's list, when it comes to Terminator movies, usually this is the bottom. I went into this movie with such low expectations and expecting something way worse than what I actually got. The first two acts of this movie are actually really good. I think they were well thought out and the execution, I think, was there. The third act was so just like, oh, that's how it ends. Like it was so anticlimactic. It was just kind of like, 
I like the idea of like what would happen if John Connor was compromised because this is the man who is the savior. Like he's the savior of humanity, you know, and what would happen if he was compromised. I liked the initial idea of it, but by the end I was like, this is just, it's dumb. It really is. It's just really dumb. And some of the, the visual effects, some of them are really good. They look like, I don't know how, I, I don't really, I never like looking at the T-800s in CG form. I love the practicals, yeah. and they, yeah. of course, they go away with that. And like a lot of the Future War scenes, you have a lot of T-800s, and they're all just so, they're all so very, very, very shiny. Like overly they're shiny. They're too shiny. Like, and they're why just would they like, be that way? They feel more expressive. And you're like, they're fucking robots, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some like I said, some of the CG is very good, and some of the CG is awful. Mm-hmm. Just terrible. Like it may hurt my eyes to watch. Because it's just so but there's so much CG in this movie. You're just like, oh, I can tell. And when I'm reading that there were six different companies that did the special the visual effects for this movie, I'm like, oh, I can tell now because it's like this is looking really crisp. And then it's like, what happened here? Mm-hmm. I I want to praise the performances. I think, um, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, he's just he's played the same character in th- three other movies. So this is his yeah. fourth. Like he's just playing the same thing over again. He's literally playing the Terminator from Terminator Two. Yeah. Um, I like Amelia oh, Clark. I I don't like. I do see the resemblance with Linda Hamilton, which kind of was like, okay, I see it. But I I feel like she was cast in this movie. For one, I think she's a very good actress. But two, because Game of Thrones was very popular at the time, um, I I think she did good for what she was given as like the new the new direction of Sarah Connor. Jai Courtney did fine in this movie but he didn't feel like kyle reese like if you're thinking of like because if you think about it these are supposed to be the characters from terminator one because it's the same event it's what you get Uh to see the before and then the journey that kyle takes from you know the the future back to 1984 and i understand it's an alternate version but like I, I, he just didn't feel like I don't want him to be like I need you to be exactly like Michael Bean. But like, give me something more. He just didn't yep. feel like the fish out of water, which is what Michael Bean was in Terminator One. Like when he goes to the past, yep. and even when he finds Sarah and all the things are happening, he still feels like a fish out of water. And Jai Courtney didn't at all. It just felt like he was I there. Agree. He got with Sarah, and everything's like he's like in. <laughs> Everything's fine. We're like we're, we're acquainted with each other, and everything's gonna be fine. I like the fact that we got the original plot for Terminator One in this movie. So the original plot for Terminator One was Skynet sends the T eight hundred, and it fails. So they end up sending the T one thousand. Yeah, because we're gonna be talking about that. That's yeah. what this movie did. Except for I think the T one thousand was already there when they sent the T eight hundred. I think they had actually sent two Terminators. Uh, I don't know. They don't really talk about it in super detail, but I guess there was. This also changes the timeline of things like when Terminators were sent back. 
This was mm-hmm. like 1984 isn't the first time a Terminator sent back everybody. Because in this universe, Sarah. Oh, my God. We get to the plot. It's a it's a whole thing. That's just like back up. Let me rewind this. I need to listen to this story again because I'm like, what the fuck? And then they don't really close out. Why certain things happen. Yep. That moth. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, we're watching it. I'm watching it's just, it. It's just like it went right, <laughs> right in front of the. Worship me, ship me with Godzilla. That's what I was looking at. Because I hit it over here and it went behind me. I was trying to get you to get it. One more thing to add once you get done with your. Um, Jason Clark was good in the beginning, and then when the when the twist happens, I didn't like him. I didn't like his character, and I understand because of his change, and you know he's supposed to be not liked, but I, I just didn't like that whole storyline like i didn't like the direction that this movie went mm-hmm. i do need to praise the music because it feels like a terminator mu- like it feels you they use the theme which was great mm-hmm. we ended this movie and what do you play over the credits you play the fucking terminator theme and they did it they even did that i was like yes we're back thank you <laughs> somebody was listening someone was taking yeah. notes and um yeah, Matt Smith, kind of pointless. The whole I feel like they set that up of what he was, and it just didn't pay off very well. It was just like no, no, no. It literally was like, okay, this seems cool, and then it's over. And you're like, oh, yep. all right, sweet. True facts. Overall, I didn't hate it, but also it's just not it it, it started off pretty strong and it just literally drops off a cliff at the end. Where I was just like, oh, that's a terrible ending. And then we got something else at the end, which we'll talk about when we get into the plot, which I thought was pretty interesting. That went literally nowhere. Other than the fact is like, he's back. Yay. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, when you get done. Yeah. I'll, no, sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my thing was uh, two things is I remember once we started talking about this movie and I actually watched it and I realized whoever did the trailers for this movie was a fucking moron and they spoiled the movie bad. When the trailers first came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. I because they got to show the twist. And you're like, they do. They spoiled okay. the big fucking twist. Okay. Yeah. I remember seeing the trailers for this movie and I was just like, oh, well, that seems why? dumb. And yeah. that's probably why I didn't see it in theaters because I, I swear I saw Salvation in theaters. And of course, it's Terminator. And I'm like, oh, and then I saw the trailer and I was like, this looks dumb. Yeah. And then the other thing was, I thought this movie actually, because uh, Salvation was played pretty straight, but mm-hmm. I thought this movie had an interesting, like a, a, some decent little quips, but they yeah. were very rare. They were sprinkled in there. And they remind me kind of like Terminator 2. Like, you know, there's little things dro- maybe meant to be hysterical, but they're just kind of little funny things that are just kind of like dropped in the movie just every once in a while. Yeah. Like, what do they got in this bunker? Guns, grenades, ammo. They have pants, Kyle Reese. Yeah. Did he make a joke? Can he? Was that a joke? Can he make jokes? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was good. And a smile. Oh, yeah. Smile was good. <laughs> but like I said, it wasn't overused. It wasn't like fucking Terminator 3, where like everything, you know, yeah. some of their jokes were just dumb as fuck. Like, they're just kind of like, hey, there's a breadcrumb. I mean, listen, we're at the beginning of this episode, and I'll already say this is better than Terminator 3. 
I think Terminator three. I mean, from I've, like the the next one we're gonna review, which is Dark Fate. I've only seen once as well, and I can already bet that it's still better than Terminator three. Because Terminator, it 3, has to be. It's just not. It's just not good. Unless this movie, t- unless that movie totally shits his pants, I just I could not see it. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. All right, you guys ready to break down this plot? Please, plot. Dun 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 right. dun dun. dun, dun. Oh. Oh. Are you going to mate now? (laughs) When are you going to mate? Stop saying it like that. Fuck. I'm I'm not. Stop saying it. (laughs) So we open up this movie to Kyle, a voiceover by adult Kyle Reese. He talks about the world before Judgment Day. Big and you get to see like this is probably the most dramatic version of Judgment Day we've seen in any of these movies, other than the fact of seeing um, Linda Hamilton like fry on a fence in Terminator Two when she has that daydream. Yeah, yeah. But, like you get to see all the missiles go up, they hit everything. You see like the Golden Gate Bridge just folding on itself. You see all the buildings just get wiped out. It's pretty dramatic. Visuals are kind of hit and miss. Kind of looks like a cartoon, but um. Yeah. But but you get to see uh you know you hear about like Skynet Skynet uh took control and boom the world is gone pretty much. We then cut to the future where you get a you get an ashy playground where you get the all you see all like the pieces of the playground just covered in in ash. Yep. And it's it's San Francisco because you see like the broken um, Golden Gate Bridge in the distance even though we just saw it like fold in half and, but it's still yeah. somewhat intact in the, ah, like, okay. I guess <laughs> that makes sense. But right in the middle of the city is a Skynet prison, I guess. And we get to see uh, some T 800, some very, very shiny CG T 800s, which is just, yes. just so it's always disappointing mm-hmm. when it's like, I understand if you're, if you're shooting a scene where there's a T 800, like running, or doing something very like, you know that that it just it looked too clunky for uh for practical effects. But when it's literally just the T eight hundred staring into the camera as it does in every Terminator movie, you you can give me a practical T eight hundred. Great, be you fantastic. Pulling out of storage, we'll believe it. Yeah. Uh, Kyle is just a little boy, and he lives in the sewers, and he just keeps talking about you know how. Skynet had created pretty much he created term they created terminators that looked like people and they were hunting him and you get to see like he he sees a dog he pets the dog and you remember from the past movies that the dogs can sense when a terminator is around and he mm-hmm. turns around and it's a uh, it's just a guy standing there with the minigun just like the Terminator that breaks into the bunker in T1, I think, during the flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, as he thinks he's going to die, someone drops in and kills the Terminator real fast, by the way. I was like, damn. It's John Connor. And it's John Connor. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to spoil the surprise. (laughs) No, you got it. That's fine. Fuck. There he is. He reaches down, he grabs his hand. And he goes, you're going to get older, but I'm going to stay the same age. And then they rise to the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Just he reaches his hand down. And he's like, Papa, I mean, little boy, 
like whoa what the fuck? uh and you find out and he talks about how he's like the prophet like you know somehow he knows things that people shouldn't know how does he know all these things yeah and uh, I like I do like when they showed the processing camps, which was a nice nod to Terminator Salvation. Yep. When they're rounding the humans up. Yeah, they got the they got the barcodes on their arms that they mm-hmm. scan. So they need to take out. So now it's the Kyle's older, and they're they're setting up a mission to take out this new machine that Skynet has hidden underneath their base, I guess. And you find out it's the 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 time machine. That yep. sends uh, the Terminator from the original. Kyle has the pick. I like how he's got the pick of Sarah from the original Terminator, but it's now they had to like superimpose Amelia Clark instead of it being Linda Hamilton. It's the yeah, same picture yeah. of her at the end of Terminator one. Yeah. Uh, John gives a speech. And while the speech is going on, it shows the assault on the base. And that is when Skynet activates the T, the Model T 101, which is the T 800 that we see mm-hmm. in the original Terminator. And he is going to that uh, time machine. And they got to get there before that happens. Or it's, it doesn't matter what happens, what the result of this war is. So, Skynet, uh, so in the, in the end, though, I guess they get Skynet falls like it's over. The war is over, but because the T 800 was sent back before it happens, it doesn't matter because if that T, if that T 800 kills Sarah, it means John's never born. It means, which I've just, I'm so confused. How does that work? How the fuck does that work? So does he like, does he like, so like, let's say you're hanging out with John Connor in 2029, right? The T, let's say the T-800 gets sent back and no one does anything about it. And Sarah dies. Does John just evaporate from existence? Does it say, like, I, what happens? But in theory, like, it wouldn't work that way. The person wouldn't just evaporate. Like, if they succeeded, all, the entire timeline would just instantly change. And they would have no recollection of it. Because if he didn't exist, everything leading up to that point wouldn't have happened. Right. I'm just so I think that's why when you do stuff like that, it's it's like I guess it's more believed that you just make a divergent timeline yeah. instead of it affecting the existing one. But whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So the Terminator. So we then see the opening of Terminator of the Terminator, which is the guy in the garbage truck chewing on his cigar. It's not the same actor. I wish that. I, I kind of wish they just redid the whole scene like they just with the regular actors because we get to a part and I'm just like, I don't like this. So the Terminator shows up and it's. I like how they show. So it's it's a visual effect. To, it's another guy and they just superimpose um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's face onto it, but they do the same movements. But the, the close up shot is actually ripped from term the terminator like it's it's actually just that same scene so it's actually arnold schwarzenegger from the original but when they do farther away shots it's all visual effects i thought they did a pretty decent job with the blending pretty good until they fight then it looks awful yeah 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 
So and everything, all the weight and shit looks weird. Yeah. So John tells, so we're back to 2029. John tells the story about his mom and that's who the Terminator is going to go try to kill. Uh, and the Terminator was sent back to kill her. Uh, Kyle volunteers to go. Actually, a lot of people volunteer to go, but clearly uh, John, I like how uh, Kyle volunteers and he questions him more than he questions anybody. He's like, why should I send you back? He's like, because I know her. It's like, everyone here knows Sarah Connor. It's like, because I, because I have this picture and I touch myself to it all every night. And they're like, we didn't like, need to know I that Kyle. Know her. Stop. Yeah. He's like, I know her personally. Intimately. I was like, Kyle, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Give me that picture back. Why do you keep stealing that? I don't remember that stain. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, why are you demonstrating the noise? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just that's that screaming is just Kyle Reese. He's just a it's, screamer. It's fine. He's vocal when he gets in the throws. <laughs> oh God. So John tells Kyle. So Kyle, so pretty much Kyle, uh, John's like, yeah, okay, you could be the one. And he tells him about what to expect. And he tells her like tells him that yeah i don't know what's happening um you know, that sarah is going to be like the sarah you're going to meet is going to be you know she's going to be clueless she can be weak she's she's going to be scared you know it's it, you, you you know you need to be there for her and protect her and blah 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 you one bit one bit of one little bit of subtlety i like in that He's like, you'll find her she's just trying to make pay rent and tuition she's oh, a yeah. waitress what's a waitress and he just kind of laughs don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, like little shit like that, dude. I will say, like I said, it, it's again, this is far from a great movie. It's barely a good movie, but it is an, an enjoyable and it does have some nice subtleties to it here and there. Yeah. So, and he says the uh, he says the same the speech that Kyle t- says to Sarah in the first Terminator. I can't remember the exact words to it. Yeah, it's something that John says to Kyle. Uh, and yeah, of course I got to tell you, like, you can't wear, you gotta, you gotta go naked because like it doesn't, I guess, what does it do if you wear clothes? Does it just not send you back? Does it kill you? Like, does it yeah, use it, it to your skin? Like what? Yeah. It won't send anything non-organic. So apparently, uh, so pretty much if you were just to hop in that thing with clothes on, it would just deteriorate your clothes and you just end up being naked anyway. Just won't have clothes. I don't know, unless it just has adverse reactions in general. Like, it just doesn't comply with non-organics. I have no idea. Maybe it just, like, shuts down or something. But he, like, has to hang dong. Yeah. In front of all of his colleagues. Everybody. Yeah. I, want the one, I like everybody staring at him. Yeah. Like, the one lady's all hey, about it. It's cold. Okay. That's, it's cold. Shut up, Karen. <laughs> no, no, no. She, she's pretty excited about it. I think she, this, 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 believe me, I don't think the dude's got fucking Vienna sausage going on and I've got something to support this theory later I will tell you when we get there I'm, I'm, I think this dude is going like red like redwood totally what I, what I was telling him like when they turn the turn the machine on and he's like levitating I'm like is it going up too that's what I thought too I was like buoyancy this franchise there we can never escape talking about any movies in this fucking franchise without talking about dong Dude, oh, the first one. Is this movie anything? Two the t- first two movies got strong dong in them. Nah, I mean, do. they sure do. And 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 this one just it just this this just hands it to you on a silver platter. Of course, I know again, 
I'm just a pervert and that's just how I am. But like it hands it to you on a sort. And I, if I didn't, she didn't show me that scene earlier. I would not be having this conversation. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, I was going to bring it up anyway. Oh no, it was just the, something in the scene. When you watched it, I was like, oh. And I was like, and it wasn't what you were talking about. So Kyle, as Stick he's to the future, yeah, yeah, as no he's past. about to get as he's about to get beamed away, he sees uh, John gets attacked. Do you think? Do you think? Hold on, hold on. Do you think when he starts levitating, it ends up like a compass, and his dick points net magnetic north? Whoop! Oh lord. I don't know why. I just he it. disappointed him. All uh, right, carry on. So, oh my god! So yeah, John gets attacked, and Kyle sees like, it right as he's about to really quickly. Yeah, yeah, like the freaking Matt Smith just comes up behind him and grabs his face. You don't really see what actually happens at that time because Kyle's gone. But while Kyle's going through whatever the fuck is going on, when he's going through the time travel, he's getting visions of things that he doesn't understand because he's seeing like a kid you know living on a at a farmhouse doing things then like he looks at a tablet and it's like genesis is you know once genesis is live then you know that's when the world changes forever and he's like what the fuck already have and then you hear and then you hear um you can kill skynet before it's born (laughs) and does, does that one that says the date or is it later uh, I think it says the date here because it says something like, 2017. Yeah, is what is it October? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 2017. Yeah. yeah. So Kyle arrives in 1984 in the uh, the grungy alleyway next to the bum. Mm-hmm. We go back to the observatory where the Terminator showed up, and they meet the three punks, the same three punks we saw in the first movie, but all new actors. I don't like it. I really went like I, knew I, I mean Bill Paxton I think was still alive at this at this time I think he died a couple years later but mm-hmm. you could have just been like hey Bill can we just use like your likeness in the scene and just get those three guys to just <clears throat> like just why we didn't need three new actors it just it threw me off I was like I understand what they're trying to do and you know it is what it is it yeah. just didn't feel the same. Um, but right before, you know, because in the original, the the punk, the those three punks get killed by the Terminator. But right before all that's about to go down, that's when you hear good old pops from behind. He walks yeah, in, he's all- like, I've been waiting for you. And he takes off his cool hood and then he shoots the Terminator with yeah. a shotgun. And this is when the spe- visual effects get just, they look terrible. Oh my god. This yeah, fight between th- this fight between Pops and the T800 are just awful. It's so clunky. Yeah. Everything's just like I understand they're cyborgs but like it doesn't need to look like this. It just yeah. looks awful. So while it, while all this is going on uh, you see a woman climbing up the stairs to the observatory to get to the roof, and she's got this big old snap rifle with some big old bullets, and uh, she shoots the T-800 in the chest, which 
kills it, you know. Um, so there it is, and that's when you get the. <laughs> I do like the the thing where where pops turns around and gives her the thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, this, we get the re- recreation of the bum getting his pants stolen where the cop pulls yeah. up and John runs away. He's like, hey, that guy stole my pants. I didn't. I like yeah. the first guy better. The guy from the original was way, way better at reacting. It's like, hey, man, that guy stole my pants. As he's like, See, his legs t- are like flailing in the air. I told Angela that did we were just, watching did you it. just catch that moth and just squish it in your hand? I did. Yep, it's dead. Oh um, I, I got no time for that shit. They're annoying. They are. Uh, no, I actually made. I, I said that. It's like, oh, God, son of a bitch stole my pants, and yeah. like he actually said it. I was like, ah, he said the line. Like <laughs> that guy. Uh, shit. Where am I? Oh, the cop that pulls up though, because in the original it was the the cop who <clears throat> corners Kyle, and then he takes the gun. He's like, if you're gonna point a gun at somebody, make sure you're prepared to pull the trigger. Yep. Instead. Uh no, this is a T one thousand because it's you can you know as soon as it like runs up to him and like he like reacts with it, it doesn't react to him. Like it's just very stone like stone face. And uh yeah, and then it starts shooting him and you get the like like the freaking things in his chest. All this is visual, by the way. There's no practical I don't think there's any practical effects with um this T one thousand as there was back with in Terminator two. I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, I really like this performance, though. I was mm-hmm. kind of skeptical. I think the first time I saw this, I was like, ooh, like Robert Patrick. That's that's my T-1000. But I guess he was approached, um, but he was like, I'm too old for that shit. I have a bad hip. I can't I can't be running around doing that shit. I saw that run and killed his hip. All that dope ass. Yeah, well, guess what? Robert pa- Arnold Schwarzenegger and Robert Patrick are not the same. Arnold Schwarzenegger has, until the day he dies, will be outlifting people, out doing yeah. things like that. Man is a beast. I mean, Robert yeah. Patrick excuses. I wouldn't be able to do it either. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I like uh, his performance, no. so I was happy that the, the oh, performance yeah. of of, uh, of this character was good. Even like the shape of his face, like his jawline and stuff, reminds me of Robert Patrick. Yeah. Like his silhouette and stuff facially just reminds me of it. And like he's he's dead like he is dedicated to it. I think he does the run great. He reacts to everything great. I think even there's even sometimes, and this is nothing against or for Robert Patrick, especially when he's like shooting weapons and stuff, he's even more robotic at times because he just fires just like just opens his hand and drops him. Yep. Like he's like I, I thought like I said, it's a it's a it's literally one of the best performances in the movie. And he doesn't agree. say anything. It's all physical nope. acting. He does a great nope. job. So Kyle runs into the clothing store. He gets dressed up like he did in the uh, original Terminator. We're going to be referencing yes, the original Terminator a lot because uh, oh, yeah. a good a good quarter of this movie is just recreating a lot of the things that go on in that movie. Um, mm-hmm. He's in that same clothing store. He gets all dressed up and then he runs into the T-1000 um, but then he like escapes him and then he runs into two actual cops and they arrest him and Kyle's trying to like talk his way out of his like if you don't let me go we're all gonna die mm-hmm. and as they're walking out of the store the T-1000 stabs one of them in the back Uh, Kyle and the other cop like go behind you know they hide behind something 
and right before uh, the T-1000 is about to do something, attack Kyle, that's when Sarah drives through the front of the store in the big, like, uh, I guess prison truck. Like, it's like prison yeah. transport truck. <laughs> and takes out the T-1000, and she opens the door. What does she say? Come to me if you want to Come on me if you want to live. I mean, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> da 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 <laughs> oh my god it's later i'm sorry we're in a different timeline that, that doesn't count that, is that does being, not count. i am i am that is the next tiktok everybody that is the next thing we are putting <laughs> we're getting so many from terminator yes. dude. we're getting so we're getting many good ones so many good one. ones holy shit uh that was the best one let the others oh my let, god let the others of us Jesus. have a turn no, i just <laughs> Whatever is it comes on, like whatever is on the top oh of my brain, Boop, my off the top. God, that was so good. There you go, Dan. You see, you got mad at me because I cut one of your jokes from the last episode. <laughs> so I'm let I'm giving this one to you. This one isn't as bad, but you know, I'll, I'll be a little bit more lenient. You know, I already just Dude. accept that we don't have like I don't think women watch this or listen. To this <laughs> one, if you one do, day. thank you. We, and one we, day, folks, if we ever, if you ever. Like if we ever make like an appearance somewhere, if we get like that big, I may you may find I may tell somebody what that joke is, not in a public setting. Like I would <laughs> might say like, "Hey, this is what that joke was," but we're not going to tell you what the joke was. Oh god! So you, it's gonna like stew. Like, what was that joke they cut? Uh, They'll never the, know. That was the best one though. Four that was uh, three people will right know. There. Three people. So Sarah, while they're driving back, Sarah tells uh, Kyle that she knows everything about everything pretty much about how Kyle was being sent like she knows that Kyle was coming she knows what's supposed to happen and all that and he's like what the fuck is going on here how how do you know all this stuff and she shows she points to the back where she he sees the dead T800 but then he sees pops in the way back and he's like oh that's another Terminator here to attack I'm like are you fucking kidding me because this fucking dude's just sitting back there like a like a kid in the back of the bus waiting to get to school. And it's like, he's going to get you. I yeah, like, and even after Sarah's like, no, he's good. And Kyle's still like oblivious to it. Like, oh, he's going to kill you. This is what I hated. This is when I hated Kyle Reese. This like anytime it had to do with pops. I was like, clearly she knows this Terminator and that he's really done nothing to harm her. What the fuck are you doing? I get it, I, but I don't get it. I understand yeah, I that he is he, what he deals with in the future, but I'm just like, I feel like once she's like, listen, listen, like, let me tell you about him and stop overreacting. And then it'd be yeah, like, okay, fair. we can have a better understanding. But instead, he just like, bl- like blatantly ignores her, pretty much calls her a fucking idiot. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, I'm going to kill this thing. But instead, uh, he grabs that sniper and want, is going to shoot him. And she even states like, if you can't, like, that'll kill him. And what kind of gun is this? Yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure. I know it's a bear. I'm pretty sure it's a Baron M82. I could be wrong. It's 50 cal. But, you know, somebody tell me if I'm you know, incorrect on that. So. Pops grabs the. Uh, grabs the gun and smokes him in the head. And I love those. It's like, oh, great. Like he's not. I didn't kill him or he's yeah. not dead. <laughs> yeah. <He's> not. <laughs> Kyle Reese is not dead. Oh, oh, fuck. I forgot they make that really great joke. Uh, later in the movie. That just made me think of that. 
Like, he hasn't killed anybody. There's a lot of leg wounds, though. Yeah, oh, that's fun. right. That was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great. And, uh, yeah, she, he's knocked out in the back, and she's, you know, she talks to him, and then that's when he's like, oh, you know, that's when Pops is, says, like, oh, well, now it'd be, now you guys can mate, or something like that, in that vein. And she's like, what? why do you gotta say it like that? Yeah. And then she goes into a whole thing about like she doesn't like her her future is predetermined and she doesn't like that. She wants to make her own decisions in life. And it's like, yeah, I get it. That's kind of shitty that you're like destined to do these things. It's like, you know, yeah, I mean, she knows she knows exactly what her past, what is supposed to happen. Like she knows that she's supposed to fall in love with him. You know, they have sex to for her to get pregnant and then Kyle or then John's born and all that. So, but she's like, I don't, I just don't like this. And then of course pops is back there like pushing her, like do it. <laughs> oh, do it now. Get on the man's penis now. <laughs> oh, it doesn't get any better from here. People. Um, so she, once Kyle wakes up, uh, she tells him about Pops, that Pops was sent back when she was nine. And you don't get the whole story of why you just get that he was sent back when she was nine years old and he has been there to protect her. And also, you kind of get the idea that this is act. This is I'm so I'm confused because it's like, did the does every T-800 that comes to the past go to the same bar and take the same clothes? It has to because when you see him later as the younger version, when she Mm -hmm. spoiler for we're kind of ahead here, but you see him younger. He's wearing the same exact biker outfit that he wears in Terminator one that like the Mm -hmm. T-800 wears in Terminator. I'm like, do they all go to the same bar and steal that? And one guy's just getting his clothes stolen every time. He's like, son of a bitch. Where is this guy coming from? And what did you do with the last (laughs) set of clothes? (laughs) Oh my goodness. So Kyle, so while they're all this is happening, um the T eight hundred oh oh I like that uh Pops shoots the hinge on the back door. Yeah. It falls and it's got a piece, a little bit of the T one thousand, then it drives up in the cop car and it like just yeah. rubs its hand across the ground to collect it. Yeah, yeah, because it was using it to track him. That's pretty yep. cool. And um, pretty clever. And it attacks the car, and I I do like this scene's really cool because I oh man this this is when the visuals looked good is when he's driving and he smashes his head through the windshield and then he morphs out onto the hood of the car yeah and then he turns it into the the blades that have like the little nips on Oof. it like he had in T two and he jumps out and as he's jumping he gets shot and it like blasts him into the into the car. And then uh, they shoot. And then Kyle just goes, eh, eh, rocket launcher or grenade launcher, and just blows yep. the yep. car up. And showing kinda, that Kyle knows how to do the job. Yes. And you get the um, the cool scene where the all the liquid forms back together, and he walks out of the fire. And very a lot of nods to to T one and T two in in this first half of the movie. They go to a hideout, and uh, the T one thousand shows up almost immediately. So this was a plan, though. This was supposed to happen. And this, 
a lot of people judge this shot. I really like this shot where the where the T one thousand forms the sphere on his arm and he cuts it and it flies up in the air and he catches it and then fucking mm-hmm. throws it like a javelin. That was a cool shot. Spears him, spears pops right in the chest and I was like, that was cool. Oh, that was a cool shot, dude. That was yeah, a really cool shot. Pretty sure it was in the trailer too. Uh, yeah, like, it was. Thirty five seconds. Or less. Yeah. He's like, you'll yeah. be here 35, approximately yeah. 35 seconds or less after he bursts through the wall. Or less. And, bef- and, uh, after that, he walks by the T8 or yeah, the T 100 that's, uh, that was shot and he puts a little bit of his shit in him and it wakes him back up and he goes after. So the T 1000 goes after Sarah as Kyle's trying to shoot him. And then the T 800 wakes up and goes after Kyle and immediately he blasts him with a grenade launcher. A lot of times in this movie where thing like explodes, like grenade launchers are shot at things from very close range and there's mm-hmm. no repercussions for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like no black, like no, Oh my yes. God, that shrapnel in my eyes it's or anything. Fine. It's just, it's <laughs> well, the, 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 if I remember correct, the 40 millimeter grenades that the M203 grenade launchers shoot, or even like rotary grenade launcher shoot those. I'm pretty sure have a distance trigger. That they won't detonate at close range, hmm. like they have to travel a certain distance or time before the arm, the head, or uh, warhead will actually arm. Like, no, this is all impact. Don't worry yep, about that's it. it. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so he immediately blasts the T eight hundred, which then it turns into the um, exoskeleton version mm-hmm. of the T eight hundred, which is cool. And so Sarah. And then, uh, so yeah, you see that fight. That fight doesn't last very long. Like, mm-hmm. Kyle just bests him. He ends up blasting the head off of the T-800 as it's about to literally throw its fist through his head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is where Sarah runs into, like, a, a room that's got multiple pat like tunnels that lead into it. And you see there's, like, barrels above it, but you don't really know what's in them. And she's there, and Kyle, one Kyle runs in, and is just like, "Sarah, help him hurt!" Oh, and immediately you knew this is the 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 fake, like this was the T one thousand. And then the other, because the other Kyle runs, and he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like he just reacts more human. Yeah, yeah. And Sarah shoots the T one thousand in the foot. It turns into liquid, so of course it changes back. And she tells Kyle to run, and as like it's running towards her she shoots at the barrels above and it starts raiding acid which starts dissolving the t-1000 and then when uh so she's outside and it's getting closer and it then it comes out of the acid and starts attacking her but it's all like fucking yeah yeah yeah. and uh pops grabs it and then holds it out into the acid which then dissolves his arm I was like, how does it, like, I guess that alloy that I use for the T-800s doesn't dissolve in acid. It's just the T-1000s because it's liquid metal. Yeah, I, I wonder know. if it's, it's probably, it's, I'm assuming it's the, since the T-800s probably use, the metals as some type of different corrosion resistance. Yeah. Like you said, the other one's, it's already a, li- it's a, a, a middle, a metal that can be liquid. It's like a non-Newtonian fluid. It yeah. can kind of be both, whatever. It has, it reacts different to it. I'm guessing. I don't know. But I was wondering, I was like, why did his arm just melt off? I was like, maybe he's just going to, like, take the arm off the other one and, like, put it on. That's what I thought was going to happen. But. I don't know. I thought it was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, I thought it was. Oh, I, it was, it was I'm a cool glad, scene. I'm, I, was, I was just glad that the way they decided to take it out wasn't, let's just throw it in lava. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they actually thought of a, 
They just yeah. thought of a different way. They're not there as much as this movie bases itself on or borrows ideas from the previous ones with homages and complete shots. Sometimes, yeah, I was just surprised they weren't like, let's just kill him just like we did the last movie or in the second movie. Yeah, because they could have easily done that. Yeah. So they go down into this basement where there is a time machine, and Kyle's like, "What the fuck?" And she, so her plan is to go to the future, right? She goes. She did. She wants to go to. Oh no, she wants to go to 1997 because that's when the original Judgment Day was supposed to happen. But Kyle's like, "Hey, I had a vision." where Judgment Day doesn't happen the way you think. It actually happens in 1997, or uh, 2017, uh, with something called Genesis. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, we're going to 1997, we're going to do this. And he's like, listen, I I know what I saw. I feel like this is the best option. And he ends up taking the chip that runs the machine to, like, threaten her, and she, like, Pulls the gun out on him, and you're like, oh, shit, what is going on here? They can't make uh, babies if she kills him. Mm-hmm. And she, so yeah, so they, she changes her mind because he, what the fuck does he tell her? He, he tells does her the, th- what the, the hand. straight line, the straight line, yeah. which is, which at first I was like, how did he, did he just know that from the vision? But then you realize, oh, it's because of something that happens later. Um, I still found this part kind of hokey. Yeah, it was a little, like, little weird. They, but the fact that they just just happened to believe it, it's very much like like I said, this movie's got some flaws. This one is a big one though. They're like they just happen to believe Kyle. Yeah, I mean, I know he has like this thing he says. It's like apparently like a significant like oh, but yeah. like fuck him. Go to nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. <laughs> So that whole thing, that whole interaction, though, of the the, uh, just follow the straight line thing, she persuades her to uh, change her mind and they're going to go to 2017. He, you know, they get told that they they got to tells her that she tells him everything about time travel. He's like, yeah, I I know. I I, I just did it pretty much like fucking 20 minutes ago. And uh, she wants and she thinks Pops is going to go, but Pops can't go because He's got he's got to let his arm. Uh, I guess the fuck. I guess the skin heals back, like it yeah, grows he, back. He mentioned that they mentioned that in previous Terminators, though. Did they? Like the skin oh, okay. does it does it because they they talked about why they asked him why he looked old earlier. Right, because they use actual living human, human skin. Tissue. Yeah, yeah. So it still ages and it does repair, but it'll just take a long time. It's right. Old, not obsolete. Yeah, old, not obsolete. Yeah. So. Yeah, so they're in the locker room and Kyle's telling Sarah about uh, John and like about how like they have a really close relationship where, you know, I don't think I've ever, you know, I think I'm the only one who's ever seen John smile. And, you know, we talked and John, you know, we've done this and this and this. And I was like, okay. And you get the weird scene where they're like stripping and like he stares at her naked shadow and you're like, oh. That's shadow the, boobies. That's the closest we're ever going to see Emilia Clark naked in this movie. Um, <laughs> I just watched Game of Thrones season one. Um, there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of that. So she tells the story about our lot got flipped, turned upside down. Yeah, I'd like to take a Oh jeez. Oh boy. <laughs> no, yeah. She tells she tells him the story about how she was rescued by pops when she was nine. Her whole family was attacked by a T1000 back in 1973. I'm like, wait a second. But they don't 
It's like, well, who sent the Terminators back? I don't know. And you never find out. Yep. I don't like that. But I guess it's because they're supposed to be sequels to this movie, so that would have probably been the yeah kind of the was. hey, this is what was going on. Like, but that's the confusion. That's the thing. Like, I I I get where the direction they were trying to go into, but the fact of like there was just no explanation of like what was the point. So John being attacked and being corrupted, which you'll later see. Did that cause the alternate version where the Terminators had to be sent back in 1973 instead of being sent when she's an adult? Because, of course, like, I'm just it's it's confusing to me. And anyone who watches this or listens to this episode, please help me understand what the fuck this whole plot point is like. Why? So a T-1000 was sent back in 1973. Killed her parents. But was going after her. And Pop showed up dressed as the Terminator from 1984 from the Terminator, the first Terminator. And but he was there sent there to set to protect her. And yeah, there you go. I, yeah, I see just, if this movie was if this was made. Five years later, it would have been OK because Marvel already did this shit. So <laughs> so my thing is, I would have loved to see the T-1000 from 1973 because i feel like that was robert patrick that was the robert patrick t1000 that's why we got a different looking t1000 in this one yeah it could have been but we'll never know i wonder if they modeled their t1000s off of uh, humans they captured and used for uh set up for elimination probably but we'll never know that either (laughs) just a just a random thought because to be honest I really hope they never make another Terminator movie again. They will, but yeah, they. Will I mean, what, yeah, I know, but like, it's just gonna be like fucking salvation. Schwarzenegger's not gonna be in, it and everybody's gonna piss and moan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh wait, I skipped a little bit ahead. She tells him, so they get sent to the future, twenty seventeen, and Pops is gonna wait there, and I feel he just stood in that same spot for. What what's that? What's that? Thirty three years? Did I do math right? Thirty three years. Nineteen eighty four to twenty seventeen. So Kyle and Sarah arrive. Oh, hold on. What? Let me talk about something important. This is our non sex scene. Yeah, she was looking forward to this. I didn't feel that way. I I I I feel anyone who was in that situation would have reacted the same way. Like you are in a fucking time machine that is literally surrounded with electricity, and you're naked. Like, yeah, I get it. There was some moaning and shit, but I feel like it would have been anybody. It didn't feel that would this doesn't feel like Blade, okay? When she gets dick like, oh, and she's getting blood sucked out. Like, relax, girl. Like, I understand she's sucking your blood, but this just didn't feel that way. I was just like, it was just like a common reaction to getting fucking pretty much electrocuted. Yeah, she got some electricity. Oh. Uh, so so you need to speak your piece about this scene. Because I have something. Please, I want to hear more. I just I just love it when they they start when the electricity starts and she goes oh, oh. <laughs> I was like what and see I was like what kind of reaction is so here's reaction? what happened I'm gonna give you more context <laughs> of this scene all right oh. so we're watching this scene and they're standing front to front butt yeah. ass naked right you don't see yeah, nothing yeah. obviously it's just no. like up shots and then like shots of the legs right so you see him standing there and they're talking and then like you get a shot of her like of like them and it's like their feet and she's like 
kind of standing on her tippy toes. And I realized like, dude, she's on Reese's log. She's like straddled and she's trying to keep her feet on the ground. Like he's like a pin hut between her legs. <laughs> and when the lightning happens, he flinches. So she's like, oh, <laughs> And that just adds some subtext to the, the thought you had. But no, seriously, why is she standing on her tippy toes? And all this, why in that scene, Wait, was is she, she standing, standing on her tippy toes or was she starting to float? No, no, no. He, he was, was flat footed. Flat footed, and she's like up like this. It's like, dude, she's she's on a bar, she's on he, the branch, dude. He did not have her heels on no, the platform. No, was like, it was just her. Nobody was floating. The machine was not on yet. This is why we're called Dissect That Film. We dissect the most fucking ridiculous scenes of movies, okay? She why was, was she on, on her tippy toes, machine. ladies and gentlemen? Let she was know. on Reese's machine. That's why. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Holy shit. <laughs> but then when they... That's why there's no lamps in the future, because he just turns around. Later, when they get put wherever they're being put, I'm like, lady, are you having an <laughs> orgasm or something? Like, geez. Hey, it was a moment for her. Have, she was having a time. moment to, with herself. I mean, listen, Jai Courtney... He's pretty good looking, you know. I don't know. No, I, 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 I disappointed him. He did. He's just so, it's like I'm over this shit. So fucking. It's every. Much. It's every Terminator episode. I'm just like, and I, <laughs> I'm waiting for it. <laughs> it was. Oh, we'll see about Dark Fate. You never know. I mean, there could be something that we didn't. I mean, I, 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 I don't. We've not watched Linda, it. So. I don't remember Linda Hamilton getting naked in that one. And to be honest, I wouldn't want that. No, um, but. I'll find something to comment. So yeah, about, so Kyle, worry. Kyle and Sarah <laughs> arrive, and they, like I wish there was a way you could choose where the fuck you arrive. Like instead, it's just and like no here's the middle of an interstate, and they and and as they yeah. land and they like come out of their little orb, Kyle gets hit by a fucking car, and I'm like, yeah. and he just gets up. Yeah, and she's, and she's just like, she and she seems more in pain than him. He's just, she's like, I don't know if they, literally something did happen on their journey, and she was just like. <laughs> Just finish. I don't fucking know. Because <laughs> she's going. <gasps> yeah, she's so like, like whoa. I think I think the problem with the 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 accuracy as far as like where the tele the teleporter places them is because they built the fucking thing out of like Apple twos and Honda parts. So like <laughs> this will work. That's nineteen eighty four. They got a time there's machine. Like, there's like an Oregon Trail disc. They got to slide oh, in, click God. down. Like let's go. Five and a half inch floppies. So. Not talking about Kyle. It was like a 10-inch flop. So they get arrested because Pops was stuck in traffic and he sees them get arrested. Uh, yeah, because he's got gray hair. Yeah. He's got all gray hair. I think, that's his natural, that, was his I think that was his natural look, yeah. I was reading, I don't know if that's true, but I was reading that as apparently his natural hair color. I like the whole, the the play on him being older. Like when he gets he gets knocked down and he like his knee locks and he has to like hit his knee. Yeah. 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 Or when his, his fingers start, um, like locking up. Yeah. Like yeah. doing their own little thing while they're putting the bullets in the, the yeah, that's a little late. That was a little yeah. later, right? That was a but I like, longer. they, yeah. they do it a couple of times through, throughout. And I think it's really cool how they're playing on him aging. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I don't know what Tino. I mean, I know they can go longer than that based on Terminator Three logic, but fuck that movie. But I don't know if the T eight hundred is supposed to be in operation that long. I don't know. They, these movies don't make a lot of things clear. He's still trying though. So this is what this is. 
this was when you get the explanation of Sarah's history with pops and all that. Mm-hmm. O'Brien shows up, played by J.K. Simmons, and uh, you find out that he was the cop that survived in the in the uh, clothing store. Yep, which is cool. Which nice I touch. don't think I even remember that from the first viewing of this movie. Because uh, he taught, he goes, he's, he's pretty much that like conspiracy theory guy who's like, I've seen them, I've yeah. seen them before, I saw those exact people. And, and you know, the cops are just like, oh boy, here's crazy dude, here's bad. Yep. Fucking Looney yeah. Tunes here. And he tries to convince them to let him talk to him, uh, to Kyle and Sarah, and they're like, yeah, nah, <laughs> not happening. Um, we meet, what the hell is his name? It's not, um, what's the, the Dyson son's name? Uh, Danny. We meet Danny yeah, yeah. Dyson. He is the uh, son of Miles Dyson, who is the CEO of Cyberdyne. Uh, his son is the inventor of genesis which will be this huge computer operating system that is going to change the world in a bad way but he doesn't know that and they're in the uh hospital room they're getting checked out and all that and uh that's when um o'brien comes in he talks about how you know he knows them and he remembers them from 1984 and they kind of had that conversation, but they also, you know, Kyle starts telling him everything and Sarah's just like, shut the fuck up, idiot. Yeah. And they're just kind of going back and forth about stuff because Kyle's just being a little bitch about pops. He's like, yeah, he is. He's, he's, you know, he's eventually he's going to turn on you because he's programmed that way. And she's like, shut up. Yeah. (laughs) You suck, Kyle. Why would you have waited like 30, 40 years to, to kill her yeah if he wasn't back in 74 yeah well that's what she says if he was sent to kill me he would have already why was he, he unless, the, unless he was waiting for kyle to be born and then kill kyle like i don't fucking know yeah, that's really dumb but guess who's there walks through the door and you're like holy shit but john connor like what with his really with his really bad scars on his face <clears throat> they look terrible yeah. He comes in. He's just like, "Hey, you like my suit?" And it's like, "Not really. It kind of looks cheap." And uh, he's like, "Yeah, we gotta go." And they're just—they're all confused. And at first, Sarah's like, "I don't believe this is who this is." So of course, he's got to prove it to her. And that's something that only he would know. Yep. To him and her. Pops comes into the hospital with a gigantic stuffed teddy bear. I love that. Yeah. Oh yeah, J.K. Simmons sees him. And he's just like, huh. I feel like I recognize him. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> and John's like, all right, we gotta get you out of here. And they leave. And you know, everything's going down. And oh no, no, this was after. So they go into a parking garage, and that's when John drops the ball to Kyle. That Kyle is his daddy. Papa. Daddy? Like you didn't tell him. She's like, yeah, which before when I heard when her and pops have the conversations like you need to tell him and she says, I'm not ready yet. I was like, oh, what? What does she need to tell him? And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty fucking obvious. I forgot that he doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So pops comes out of the elevator and fucking blast John. And you're like, holy shit, what is happening? Everybody's reacting, you know, crazy, you know. Sarah runs over to Pops to stop him, and 
you know, Kyle goes and tries to, you know, make sure he's okay and all that. And it's like, oh, he's he's dead. Like, what the fuck, man? Like getting super mad at Pops. And then um Kyle's or uh, John's blood starts turning into fucking etch a sketch pieces <laughs> and just suck back into his body, and then he like does this weird like contortionist like like ooh. Oh, I feel great. It's like, sorry, I fell on my keys. Yeah. <laughs> is that pain? Is that real? So, which I thought was kind of neat. He's like, yeah. what I don't get is why didn't his scars fix themselves before then? I think he did that on purpose. No, he, so he did the scars to fool them to make it. Yeah. Because if he had oh, showed okay. up with no scars, that probably would have been like, hmm. What if that's, that's the really T one thousand? What's that? What if that's the T? You know, maybe another T one thousand was around or something like that. Because who yeah. knows how many are there? I don't know. But there yeah, I feel it was to kind of gain their trust, and then well, once it got to a situation because they didn't want to go with John, like they wanted to, like it, the, the plan wasn't going according to what John wanted to do, and yeah. So he got attacked in the past, or technically in the future, uh, by a by the the this is where it gets fucking dumb he gets attacked by a technically it's a t5000 which is the um physical embodiment of skynet so this is literally skynet as a as a person but it's also an a i'm like what the fuck and john has been turned into a t3000 yep oh which have been really cool. Yeah, these fucking Terminators, man. I like when they introduce new models. I do. Because to me, it's like a Monster of the Week thing. So I'm like, oh, what are they going to do this time? Yeah. You know? And like, I, I, I like the concept of this, like the idea of this. But like, I wish the trailers wouldn't just fucked us on this and never yeah, shown this. The trailer show like, ruined that. Showed that John was bad. And you're like, well, that fucking ruined <laughs> it for me. Yeah, who 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 edits the trailer? Like, show it that John's the Terminator. Like, why? Like that ruins. Like, is it that's the surprise of the movie? Listen, I'm going to see Nope. Well, I mean, by the time you guys watch this, I've already seen it, and I probably might have a review on it. But the, there was a trailer for that movie before Thor that was three minutes long, and it shows so much of the movie. And I'm like, why do you do this? Like what happened to this like 30 to 45 second teaser trailers that give you just like yeah. your basic information and then you got to fucking go in and you're like yep. generally surprised by things when you see the trailer for this movie and then you go to see the movie and it, that same thing happens. You are just going, oh, I remember that from the trailer. That's your reaction, which sucks. Yep. Yeah, because This is a big time, twist. Dude. John is the bad guy in this movie. Yep. Holy shit. Like that should have been a way bigger deal, but instead they fucked it up. Uh, I'm trying to remember what I looked this up. <laughs> it's he's machine phase man, ma uh, machine phase matter or nano phase particles. Yeah, That's uh, why the which is fuck with them. Yeah, essentially. Well, I mean, it's I think it's just anything metal, but the fact well, that they, it messes with the nano things like yeah like the other terminators are like they're magnetic they'd be able to like fucking smash into a anything that's magnetic but this like fucks with the the nano yeah or whatever because, the fuck they're called. Yeah, because what, what it does is what, when he when somebody gets infected with this by the t5000 when somebody gets infected with this it rewrites the coding of their body 
to make the so the tissue makes nanomachines and it replaces the whole human body with nanomachines. So that's what yeah. it does. It literally overrode his entire body and made him in this weird man machine hybrid, but not like literally a man machine hybrid. Here's not like my a machine question. that looks like a man. And I so. saw this as one of the one of the comments. Somebody put a huge thread on our uh, on the post. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Uh, I'll read it, the whole thing later. But um, it, one of the things was the fact of like, why didn't Skynet just do this to a bunch of humans? And they easily could have taken over, like wiped out the humans. And so oh, they do like they, I understand you take out John Connor because he's the leader of the resistance, but like you easily could have just corrupted most of the people there. Instead he kills all of them. And it's just John left. And you're like, What what? Well they they, they mentioned they that explain yeah. that he's different. He's different because most every every test subject for that procedure, except for John. Died. It dies because they go insane. Right, so that right, even right, even right, for right. even for a machine, right. like it's no yeah. good for you if you can't control it. So right. I don't know. So I still why. didn't like this whole this whole thing. Um, I, I probably could have been handled better. To, I like how they were trying to go in a certain direction, and I would have been fine with John being the bad guy. Uh, but I don't know. It just the way it all goes about, and this is when the movie just starts going downhill for me after this big reveal because now it's just like i feel like it's just a fucking it's just a fight scene every 10 minutes between john and everybody from one location to the next until ultimately john's destroyed you can skip that far ahead in the script if you want (laughs) (laughs) so pretty much the, the whole thing is like skynet changed john corrupted him and it helped skynet survive because skynet and that timeline was destroyed Yep. So Skynet corrupts John and it keeps it going. Uh, they get into a big fight. Uh, John and Pops get into a fight. Sarah and Kyle turn on the MRI machine. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah I do like this so scene. So cool. he gets his, yeah, the scene where he's walking, he's trying to like walk towards Kyle and he reaches yes. and just got the nano, like the little pieces and of like the, the nano waves. The, yeah, and that's, yeah, that looked really cool. Yeah, I like that. There's um, another shot with uh, uh, Nano Connor, John Nano, or whatever you want to call him later. I like Nano Connor. Nano Connor. <laughs> Tiny Connor. Sinado. But it literally looks like etch a sketch material. It looks like etch a sketch material. It does. Uh, Kyle wants to save John, but it's too late. Like he's trying to convince him, like, hey, no, we need to turn him back. And it's like, there is no turning him back. Like he is already yeah. too far gone. Yeah. It's, it, there's no use. Yeah, that's why he has all of his memories because he—it's it, his biological logical matter. It's just been converted into machine, so he has his memories. Yeah. So you find out that John works at Cyberdyne, I guess, or he like helps out Cyberdyne because he's there with yeah. Miles and the son, Danny. and Danny. Yep. And um, that's his name, right, Danny? Yeah, I'm oh, picking okay. at him. Don't. Oh. <laughs> nothing no okay. no we, we don't okay. have the conversation on screamer i'll demand it to be cut <laughs> no so, jokes so yeah so they talking about how genesis is um you know it's ready to go and john's you know john's looking over and they're they're actually making the the time machine thing and you see the you see the liquid metal forming like humanoid things down in the pit there. Um, 
And yeah, I and then they do a press conference outside and they're like, yeah, this is the biggest launch ever. There's already one billion pre-orders. And I'm like, what? I don't think any fucking product in existence has ever had that many pre-orders for anything. Like, what are you talking about? This is something else yeah, I explained about because all, all it is all I mean for those of you that don't know if you haven't figured if you haven't seen or had figured it out this point at this point I was talking about this the whole Genesis thing is just a really shitty analogy for people using their phones too much yeah pretty much that's all yeah. it is it's just this app that'll connect everything and then yeah because like, John mentions it us as human beings yeah John mentions it in the uh, the hospital because that's how John knew where they were. He's like, oh, yeah. they. Uh, I saw uh, somebody posted something on one of these things. Like everybody's using, it. and literally everyone in the fucking hospital is like on their fucking phone and shit. I'm like, yeah, listen, like, I understand on, people guys. are on their phones a lot, but I've never been in a hospital and seen like all the nurses and doctors just such like, like even the guy on, that's man. um doing the staples up. Uh, uh, I can't this up Sarah's back. He's like on his phone. He's like got an earbud in and he's talking and. One, he doesn't have gloves on, so that it would not happen. That wouldn't happen. But then he like goes and turns his phone off. He's like, "I'll call you back," and he like hits his phone with his fingers. I'm like, "That wouldn't. That shit wouldn't." No. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. So, Kyle, or sorry, Genesis. Jesus Christ. Oh, and of course. You're doing this press conference where you're saying there's a billion pre-orders and then there's got to be some creepy kid involved in the fucking oh. AI. Oh, I'm so excited to meet everybody tomorrow. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank, you, like, why Thank is there... you, Red Queen. I was like, why? Like, Resident Evil? Fuck yeah. me. I already <laughs> watched those six terrible movies. Um, Jesus. Back to haunt you. Nice. So... They go to a like a really well stocked bunker that clearly isn't too far from civilians. By the way, when you see later when the shit explodes everywhere, um, pants. yeah, pants for Kyle Reese. Yep, yep. And uh, <laughs> Kyle realizes that Pops is slowing down, so they're having a competition to see who can load um, a magazine faster. And Pops' hands like he like Pops is going really fast, but then Pops' hand starts to like freeze up. And shit, yeah, and he fucking like smashes it on the table. Short circuit. And I like that John, or that uh, sorry, that Kyle says to him, he's like, or no, that um, pops looks at him and goes uh, old. old. And he's like old, but not obsolete. And then the, he's just like, mm, no, not anymore. I'm fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because and he also kind of covers for him because she. Sarah, Sarah comes up and is like, what's going on between you guys? And he just doesn't say nothing. He's not like, this machine is breaking. He just yeah. doesn't say anything. Yeah, she turns her music on and is like dancing and doing her stuff. Yeah. So before all that, uh, John goes to the basement and he like, I guess he like puts himself into like the computer system at Cyberdyne. Yeah, he, he goes and talks to himself. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, uh, he's wearing a really, he's wearing a different outfit. So he was wearing like a suit with a cheap tie. And then in this scene, he's wearing like a sweater and some khakis. And then when he goes yeah. back to the bunker, when he immediately he's there, uh, he's back in that suit again. I'm like, is this like the generic look of uh, John right now? I, then I guess he can touch anything and steal the clothes just like the T-1000 can. Mm -hmm. um, so they blow up the bunker. 
uh, and it's literally right outside. Like there are people right outside. Like they literally run into pops. I'm like pops, we gotta get out of here. So they steal a bus. This is another shot I like, by the way. When the bunkers like flames, yeah, and Nano Connor walks out, and like his skin just slowly builds back. Like he puts the fire out, and the skin slowly builds back up on him. I was like, that's cool. Did you like the endoskeleton of? uh... I do. I I do. I actually like the the. I thought it looked cool. I like it. I think it looks cool. Very cool. The matte black and gray yeah, yeah and like it, it's like cool. it's not just a skeletal structure there's like skeletal and then like yeah. muscle structure to it yeah even though it's supposed to be just it, I don't know, it just looks cool they got it to look as close to like an actual skeleton as they possibly could i think yeah because of the fact and that it, he is still technically somewhat a human in a way yeah and i like how you get a lot more shots of him as that form at the end of the movie so yeah so he steals a bike and he ends up attacking the bus uh, I like that pops actually pops. So bef- while he was attacking Sarah and Kyle pops was creating a device like this thing. He oh, puts yeah. on his hand magnet. Um, it's like a magnet. Yeah. And. Um, so but before he can use it, fucking Kyle or John gets under the bus and like fucking tears pops through the floor. And I just love his look of just like, fuck, <laughs> just. Yeah, he gets yeah. pulled out. He's just like, bum, bum, and then he fucking smashes into the car. And he's got, he's just looking at the cop, and the cop's like, "What the fuck?" What's he say to the cop? Fuck. He he's, says something. That, I think he's like, "Hello, get out," or something. Like no, he that. says, "Doesn't he say like nice to see you?" Oh yeah, yeah, <sighs> nice to see you. Get out. Yeah, yeah. And that car can perfectly drive, even though this massively heavy man just crashed onto the hood yeah. of it. Yeah. Totally fine. Totally yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So yeah, so he um so John flips the bus. He like pulls what the fuck does he pull that causes the bus to fucking flip like that? It's it's the prop shaft. It's the drive shaft. What he does is he pulls the front of it, which this is something that allegedly happens or has been known to happen, is you're driving down the road because it's a rear drive vehicle. Yeah. Powers your rear pumpkin, your rear differential. You're driving, he brakes it at the front, it goes down, hooks the ground, flips the bus over. So it's like a pull vault almost. Because it's that, I mean, that prop, that shaft's tied into your rear end, that's all your rear suspension. So it's either going to rip that out or flip it up and over. Like, yeah. it's your only your two options. So that's this, is where, this is where you get a lot of very eh, not so good looking visuals. Yes. Very CG. <laughs> Just, it's a mess. The bus flips. It crashes into the, like the the barrier on the side of the, the the bridge, and they're hanging off. And it's it just this scene is kind of dumb. And like John gets in the bus, he and it kind of reminds me of like fucking the Lost World where they're on the <laughs> they're on the trailer there, and they're trying not to die. And of course, it was you- like was it pops grabs them, and then they let go of the bus, and the bus goes down with Ky- or with John. Yeah. Did you, do you know why the Jurassic World seems better, right? Other than it's just better? Because no one asked for three double cheeseburgers, no onions on mine, and an apple turnover. That's exactly yeah. why. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you also get Kyle punching uh, John with the with the magnetic device. Yeah. And it shows like it, it takes longer for the nanobites to kind of form back on those spots. Yeah. It's like a more lasting damage. Yeah. Uh, they all get arrested after. Um, they're back at the police station. They're all getting questioned until John shows up. 
Because this this is where this is what I'm talking about. It just it's just John showing up right after something happens and there's a fight and then it's over and then we move on to something else and then John shows up again and it happens yeah. again. I'm like Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, there's there's a lot no there. substance to this. It's just like a fucking it it it's like it's like a fucking fighting game. It's like you got the fight and then there's a, a cutscene and then there's another fucking fight and it's like what are we, where are we going with this? This is where the movie, movie just starts going woo. It was padded way too long. Oh it should God. have been a lot shorter. They could have cut several of these set piece, set pieces out. So they bring in. Um, so, but in the earlier scene when they're in the hospital, they talk to. They say, you know, Kyle Reese is. You know, he's a twelve year old kid. How oh, you can't like you you can't be him. But then it all comes back because they bring in the the kid Kyle Reese to see the excuse me the older Kyle Reese. And he's like, I've never seen this guy before in my life. And the parents never see him either. And um, that's when, yeah, uh, so John disguises himself as the as that female cop, the one that we kind of mm-hmm. saw a couple times. And he starts shooting everybody in the Terminator. Or, and Pops breaks out of his handcuffs. Another fucking fight. Yeah. Oh, my God. Leading to the roof. Yep, they get to the roof. Um he sh- uh, they get to the helicopter. This I don't think could happen. I think they would have crashed. It's that thing where the helicopter falls off the side. It goes straight down, and right before it's about to hit the ground, and, woo, and I'm yeah, like, I yeah. don't think so. But I love uh, you do get the thing though, where she's like, "How do, do you know how to fly a helicopter?" Say, like, "Yeah, John taught me." <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yep. Uh, but before that, Sarah leads uh, the child Kyle out of harm's way, and she does the thing on his hand, like "oh, just follow the straight line." It's forgettable. Um, we get the really just awkward helicopter chase, more just awful visuals. Sarah shoots John with the magnetic gun, and it just—I mean, I do like the visual of like the fact that he's like blown apart. And right before he's going to crash, he like forms back just in time. But I feel like it just led to nothing. Yeah. It was, was just like, a, oh, a, wow, that a, was a cool. That was a cool shot. It was just an FX showcase. dude. Yeah. So Pops goes, well, it's my turn. So what does he do? He's going to shoot himself pretty much at John's helicopter. And what does he say? I'll, I'll be home soon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You had one job. <laughs> I know. Damn it. I must have fallen asleep during that part. I don't remember. I'm just kidding. I'm says, just kidding. I'll be back. I'll be home. And she's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, literally. And he literally like fucking skydives into John's helicopter. And or blows up. The asshole. And yeah, and you get a really bad CG looking crash. Uh, John in front of Cyberdyne. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, this is where we were going. Uh, John attacks Sarah and Kyle in the lobby there. Um, and then as you know, everything's going on. Um, oh, they were talking to fucking uh, uh, Skynet. They were talking to Genesis, whatever the fuck this thing is. Young Skynet. Yeah. And he keeps getting older because they like they're like, no, shut the fuck up. Like, hurry um, up, he's transforming into Matt Smith. Yeah. We gotta hurry. <laughs> <laughs> and John shows up and Pops is like, here, hold this spiky thing. And he just shoots, like, throws the spike through John's chest into the, like, there's like a screen. 
they go into like the server room and they're setting up explosives explosives to destroy everything and john gets to sarah and pretty much like pops has the detonator but he can't do it because he can't harm sarah connor which it would eventually kill her and technically john can't kill her because then it would give pops the initiative to kill him yep. he could, then he could blow because because if because then he would be able to up. blow it right yeah, yeah so if he yeah. so if john shot sarah he would he would blow it holy fuck uh Pops and John have another fucking fight. Oh my god. I'm glad this is the last one. And we meet a uh Matt Smith, adult Skynet. And he says a lot of things I kind of just tuned out because it was Don't care about. stupid and it led to nothing. Yep. I am forever. I am inevitable. Yeah. So you get um yeah, you just get the you get a it's an okay fight scene between John and, and Pops. You get the one where like he throws John like he throws John face first into the railing and then he like reverses himself. So he's facing cops. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was a pretty cool shot. You get the yep. you know, of course, as as Pops is fighting, he's his uh, exoskeleton showing underneath, which is which is always a, a nice little touch. And Pop says, fuck this. Um, I'm going to sacrifice myself because the only thing that's going to kill him is if he goes into this time machine because it's going to ultimately destroy him because it won't be able to send him anywhere. It's just going to break him down. Yeah, because they they state that that earlier in the movie that they're not anywhere. They're they're years away from finishing the time machine, but the the magnetic drive system or whatever works on it. So it still makes a ridiculous magnetic field. So it's going to destroy him. So he sacrifices himself he throws him and john into it um john of you know unfortunately destroys pops before he ultimately gets destroyed but his head flies into the liquid metal and john Mm. dies a really lame death by the way uh which ultimately destroys cyberdyne which then literally just blows everything up all the buildings get destroyed yeah, why did that blow up? I don't fucking know. Like, like, did he have, he, did, like, did he have the detonator on him still? And like, I don't when know. he gets it's destroyed, just, the detonator just automatically went off. Like, were they even out? Oh no, they went to the bunker. That's right. There was like a bunker they went into. This um, feels very phantom menacey. Like, this was just this was just this was just bad. This was a yeah. It just like I said, this movie like starts off really well, and then it just like it just takes a dive bomb off the cliff with no parachute. Yeah, like that. And lands in front of Cyberdyne. <laughs> the helicopter. So they're in a bunker. They're trying to get out of the bunker. They're, you know, they're like, well, at least it's over. And then Pops busts in. It's like, Pops, you're back. And he's like, yeah. You see what I could do now? I'm a T-1000. Yeah, he's like an A's. We what do we call T nine hundred because it's like an eight hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> well, he does say earlier in the movie that. The poly metal is harmless because while they can make a human shape, there's no CPU to drive it. Of course, then when his head falls in, that's the CPU. That... So, yeah. so they interesting go... concept. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was it was a nice little touch. Um, different. They go to see young Kyle so that older Kyle can tell young Kyle that Genesis is Skynet and to kill you can kill Skynet before it's born. 
but I thought Genesis was destroyed. I don't fucking know, man. Like this, like I said, this ending is like, what happened here with this fucking script? And, and, and Doc Brown would be so upset about this because this is not mm-hmm. how time. You're not supposed to talk to your younger self. Nope. That you watch Back to the Future. No, nobody did. Oh. But Sarah finally gets to choose her her <laughs> words. She finally gets to choose the direction her life goes in. And she makes out with Kyle. And then Pops comes and he's like, now it's time to mate. And she's like, what the fuck? Well, actually, he kind of just stands there awkwardly and does this awkward smile. He's just like, <laughs> really? It's so funny because his smile, his normal smile is not much better. Yeah, yeah, it's not too far off. Though. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That is uh, Terminator Genesis. We get the awesome, we do get the awesome Terminator theme uh, with the actual, like, not just the, yeah. The, the really epic piece, but the da-da-da. and I was like, yeah. I, I had to sit through at least the that whole thing. And then once it stopped, I was like, oh, and then I found out there was a fucking mid credit scene. Is there? Oh, I, well, we missed yeah, that. I had to, I literally fast forward it and I was like, wait, 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 wait why is there still wait? So there was something. So it's just it's just showing Skynet still alive. It literally shows um, the the rubble of of Cyberdyne. It goes through and there's this just big giant red orb. That's pulsating. I'm guessing that's Skynet or something because there's supposed to be sequels to this movie. And I was All like, right. oh, well, that really didn't add to anything. But that's it. That's Terminator Genesis. Yep, it's back, baby. Whew. Like I said, this movie was, uh, it started off strong and it ended on such a whimper. It wasn't even a whimper, it was literally a giant turd. It kind of pooped itself out. Yeah, I agree. It really did. So mud butt. We asked the community, we asked the people of Twitter to tell us their thoughts on Terminator Genesis. And we got some good ones here. And we got a fucking thread, so strap in. Our first one is, is from Savako wrote to Avatar, the Avatar podcast. Uh, a huge letdown that went into hoping to love. I think it had potential, but really did nothing with the concept. Uh, I'm guessing he's talk, uh, he's talk, they're talking about Amelia Clark. Uh, does as good as she can with the material, but it really is a tough ask of her. I didn't even have to question that. It does say she and her. Um, yeah, I agree. It's it, it like it's just it's such a roller coaster. Like they just didn't know how to end this thing. It also doesn't help that there was supposed to be sequels and. I feel like they were setting things up and it just now there's nothing. So it kind of just spoils everything. Uh, the next one is from blaze and blue review. I said, I enjoyed it a lot. First part is a solid mashup of one or two, which I agree. Uh, the second half was interesting for me as well. It's one of my favorites. Just wish that they hadn't spoiled the movie with that damn trailer. That's exactly what I was talking about. Very, very, very true. <laughs> uh, next one's from movies for real at movies for real pod. Uh, simple. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next one is from No Fate, a Terminator podcast. Well, thank you. That's for dope. Commenting. That is dope. That's I'm gonna dope have to, I gotta listen. I gotta listen to this podcast. Uh, I love this franchise, by the way. Like I've I've sure? really enjoyed oh, no. talking about this franchise, so I definitely want to listen to some uh, somebody else's views on on this. Um, they're at No Fate Pod on Twitter. 
Uh, we've had a lot of thoughts about this one, but ultimately we sum it down to this. The future war is the best part, which I, I do like that. Uh, the score is incredible. I do like the score of this movie because they it feels like a Terminator score. Uh, the performances are lacking, especially Kyle. I agree. Kyle's probably the weakest performance, even though I don't think Jack Courtney was terrible. I just didn't. He didn't feel yeah. like Kyle Reese, like yeah. what I would imagine Kyle Reese to be. Uh, it feels like a Marvel movie. And to be yeah. honest, it kind of does. And I it mean, does, yeah. Alan Taylor, his last movie before this was a Marvel movie with Thor, the Dark World. So, yeah, uh, you get that feeling there. Uh, and the final one, final point was it's an OK movie but not a great Terminator movie or an okay movie. Is that what it, did I say that? But not yeah, a great Terminator okay movie. movie. All right. We got a long thread here from Michael Howe at M Howe 1980 on Twitter. All right, let's hear here it. it is. Woo. There's a, uh, there's some spoilers. Holy for Dark shit, Fate. Mike. Yeah. Don't read the end of it. Cause there is a slight spoiler for dark fate. So um, don't read that. Uh, so it starts off with this film is the closest we'll see to someone having their Terminator fan fiction made into a film. It really plays with someone cherry picking their favorite moments from the Cameron films while also wish fulfilling their what if the T-800 and T-2 was my dad fantasy. The human cast is also pretty much a waste. Amelia Clark acts like a little girl cosplaying Sarah Connor while Jai Courtney um, is way too fit to be in some dire future war. I, I agree. He just uh, he is too ripped. It's no offense, guys, but so is Bean in the first movie when he, he takes his shirt off. That, he's, not, but he's, he's not anywhere close to Jai Courtney. He's not, but he would not have looked, he wouldn't be jacked like that either. Like even, even I'm just saying he's pr not as much as Jai Courtney, but he still probably wouldn't be jacked like that because they would all be malnourished. Mm. I don't think. I'm just saying. Uh, does Skynet give the humans a six-hour reprieve each day to work out? Fuck yeah, they do. Speaking of Skynet, their stupidity keeps getting more and more ridiculous. Like the last film, they seem to allow humans to have aerial craft, let alone their long con game to get John into the time machine chamber. Like they know everything that happens. And let's talk about the T-5000, Matt Smith, a.k.a. Skynet in physical form. This thing can wipe out a room of people, infect others with nanotech that it will either kill them or turn them into loyal drones, and Skynet does not realize this can win them the war. All Good Skynet boy. needs to do is clone itself, take on different forms, infiltrate human-resistant bases, and then just infect, and spread across the resistance like a virus, wiping out the humans or assimilating them into their ranks. Don't even need to get Kyle resent back. Oh, He's yeah. got a point. Yeah, no, I I, 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 to be honest, I agree with most of the things that he states. Uh, oh yeah, and that flashback Kyle has. What kid is going to be excited to get a tablet that is counting down to a new operating system? How many kids are going to be excited to link their devices together? And then another podcast, uh, two idiots and a dog, uh, commented on that. So that's exactly the that's actually the most believable part. Kids are very susceptible to it's the cool new thing. I need it marketing, yeah. especially when other that's kids true. are getting the cool new thing. Yeah, even if it's something as simple as an app or linking your shit together, they, they will do. Yeah, that is that is true. If it was something like a phone or a tablet, I could see. But the kid is excited over a freaking operating system. Plus, people are ordering the operating system and the order is over a billion. Yes, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, and our final one is from two idiots and a dog. They actually left a comment of their own. <laughs> they didn't like it. Uh, Terminator Genesis. Is an abomination before man and God. 
The first act starts strong with some really cool ideas, but it quickly falls apart in the second and third acts. I get what they were trying to do with it, and it could have worked if it wasn't so poorly executed. And to be honest, I couldn't agree. I mean, I don't think it's an abomination. I didn't hate watching this movie. I hated watching the end of this movie, which I guess. I guess that's the whole point. Like you want it to be good from beginning to end. But uh, I, to be honest, I agree with most of your points other than the fact that I don't think it's an abomination. It's just not a very good movie. Yeah. And the comment from uh, actually Michael Howe commented on his comment and said, I feel it's because much like the force awakens in Jurassic world, we're seeing things that are familiar. It's comfortable to the older audiences, but when the film tries to act smart regarding time travel and other ridiculous info. Oh, Thank you to everybody who left your yeah, comments. Thank you. Especially my man that. Mike, fucking above and beyond, dude. Yeah. We should just coming. made a video about all this. He would have covered it for us. Fuck. Keep them coming. <laughs> so yeah, thank you to everybody who left a comment on uh on the tweet there. We're gonna be doing this every week for every movie that we review. So make sure if you have thoughts on the movies we're reviewing, leave a comment. You can either comment on the tweet that I will share on the dissect that film Twitter, or you can email at us at tw- dissect that film at gmail.com. Yes. Do you have any final thoughts on this movie before we go into our final, uh, you know, rigmarole of uh, of the show? I stand by that. I think this is a very this is a competent film that you could go in and watch, despite its inconsistencies and repetitions with fights. I think mm-hmm. there's some there's stuff to be enjoyed from it. Popcorn movie. I say popcorn movie. This is still the not the worst Terminator movie. No. Oh no. I still think no, no, three no. is worse by a a pretty good chunk. But yeah. it's it's still, yeah. I'd watch it again. Three I would never watch again. Got any final did thoughts, you, Angela? Did you say how much the film made? Yeah. Four hundred and forty million dollars. I missed that part. No, I'd watch it again. I I enjoyed it. Wasn't terrible. I uh, I don't know if I could watch this again based on how bad the ending of this movie was. Like the ending was just really fucking bad, and that's the thing. It's like it really starts off with a really cool concept, but once the the whole twist happens, that was art was blatantly spoiled terribly in the trailer. The movie just goes downhill, and it's not even drastically. It's like a com- just complete free fall, and the visuals are just jarring in this movie. So everything during Sometimes. the day looked like shit, and everything at night was like, okay, this is. I, I I get it. Like, I'm, I don't know. I think that's when you have too many, like they had six studios working on the visual effects in this movie. And I can Ugh. tell it's like, you have too many people from different places trying to. Yeah. Too many plans. hands yeah. in the pot. Yep. Marvel that's knows it. all about that. Ha 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 So we have one more week of the Terminator franchise. As next week, we will be talking about the sixth installment, Terminator Dark Fate, which brings back the original Sarah Connor herself, Linda Hamilton, teaming back up with the with the Terminator himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I again, this is a this is another Terminator movie that I've only seen once. I I remember watching it. I think it was on like Amazon Prime. and uh i watched it and i was like you know what it's not terrible i like the design of the terminator they have in that movie i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna spoil anything but um it's very but it's very paint by numbers that's kind of mostly what i remember from it like it's like oh this is something we've seen before but i feel like that's just what terminator is they can't 
figure out a new concept of where to go with this franchise. And to be honest, I kind of hope they they really, if they're going to do more Terminator movies, they really need to just get away from the John Connor, Sarah Connor storyline and just create something fresh and new. Yep, I really, I do. agree. It's just, it's like you said, I know it's like a, a shtick in the show, the movies about how it's all sec- like circular. <laughs> that uh now it's all circular but like they keep doing it with the movies except for terminator salvation yeah well kind of but anyway so yeah there it is terminator dark fate next week uh the week after that we're going to be doing a solo movie uh before we hop into our next franchise which we don't even know yet so yippee um let's see what do we got coming up uh I mean, at some point there, if it's not out yet, uh, I'm going to be doing a a dual review of the black phone and Nope. Uh, it's just going to be me. And at some point, me and Angela are going to be doing stranger things (laughs) at some point. I don't fucking know. Someday it's going to happen. It's soon. Yeah. Uh, this year. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent this year. And uh, at some point, maybe me, uh, I'll be doing a a TV review with uh, with Dan, which would be it should be interesting. I'm working on. It. If I wasn't so fucking busy this week, I'd be watching more. Because I gotta go to bed as soon as this gets. Listen, over, people, so. we we would love to give you like dates on exactly when these things are gonna happen. It's just not the only thing I can tell you is when the podcast is gonna be coming out because it comes yep. out every Friday at 9 a.m. So there you go. Life. Um, yeah, life gets in the way and. We gotta, we gotta make, we gotta make do with what time we have, and all I can tell you is that you will get a podcast every week. The norm, our normal podcast, that will be out every week, no matter what. That is one show that we will make sure we get to you every week, so you guys have something. But the other extra stuff we do is kind of whenever we have time to do it. (laughs) So we appreciate your patience, and and hey, I just want to thank everybody for all the. The the love you guys have been showing on the show, like our numbers on podcast services have just been it, it insane. Every day I check it and I'm like, holy shit, like we're getting more downloads in like two days on one episode than some episodes have in total. So like throughout yeah. like months and months of being out. So we appreciate all the, the, the new uh, people coming in, downloading the show. We're getting a lot of love from all over the world. Thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate it. We we also we want to hear from you. Like so, we're we're getting to the end of of a franchise, and we want to hear what franchise you would like to see us cover. Uh, so we're probably going to be doing a poll. At probably soon, since we're going to be finishing up Terminator next week. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be starting a new franchise in a few weeks. So we need to figure out what that's going to be. Uh, it doesn't have to be one that has fucking six, seven movies in it. It can be one that only has a couple. It doesn't matter. As long as it's a film franchise of some sort, let us know what you want us to talk about. But until then, I want to thank you very much. Uh, you can, there's the link tree is going to be down in the description. Just click on that. It'll have all the links to everything uh, where you can find Dissect That Film on all the podcast services, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. It's there, but we don't do much on it. Um, 
Dan and Angela's, all their links will be down in the description as well. My personal links will be down in the description. But my, I don't care about my links. I care about theirs, and I care about the shows. So make sure that's that's the most important. The other ones are, mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, and uh, yeah, we're we're there's a lot of things that I have planned in my head. I know that we I have uh, I'm going on vacation in less than a month, so we got I'm going to be a little bit busy trying to make sure that we still have shows coming out when I'm not around. So everything is going to be okay. Yes, it is. We'll make it happen. But I got a lot of things, uh, ideas that I'm going to be throwing out there uh, to Dan and Angela about future shows and all that stuff. So a lot of things in the pipeline. Very excited. Thank you very much. Before I get too far into this, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. We are Dissected Film, and this has been the Dissected Film Podcast number 65. We'll see you all next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.